Hello, welcome to another episode of the Hayes Hustle Podcast. It is me, your host, the trap trainer, Coach Hayes himself. Thank you for joining us. I would love if you would take the time to like, to share, to comment, and please subscribe. Enjoy this next episode. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Big Bad Hayes Hustle Podcast show. It's me, your host, Coach Hayes. A.K.A. The Trap Trainer. A.K.A. Mr. Mr. Get To It. Ready to do it. Let's go. It's Tuesday. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes. Talking real talk. Talking some recruiting. A little bit of recruiting. But I've been waiting for today. Whenever, you know, whenever I have some blessings... Whenever I get blessed, I, I literally can't wait to tell people. Not in a bragging manner, but I'm just so in amazement by some of the things that happened to me, that happened for me. It says God, you know, God don't do stuff to you. He do stuff for you. So let me reframe that. I just, I, I just get an amazement of the things that are happening for me. Um, and, and that probably comes from, I, I guess maybe if you expected success all the time, then, or maybe you got success all the time, you should success, you should expect success all the time. But I think when you have traumatic upbringings and you just suffer so many L's, you know, You kind of get conditioned to think, you know, the next L is right around the corner. You know, the next difficult moment is right around the corner. Um, and instead of relaxing and enjoying the moment, you're just always bracing yourself uh, for that moment. You know, if, if that makes sense. Um, but, but, you know. It's, it's amazing when it happens. You have to accept it. You have to accept it. You have to have gratitude. And then you got to live through it. I, I think I, I don't think there's no magic, you know, no magic deal to it. But I think sometimes it's hard for me to have a realization that when these good things happen to me, um... It, for one, it strengthens my belief in God like 100%. So it's like the first thing I do is like, oh, my God, God, what are you doing? And be like, what is going on? Is this really happening? Um, and then I start saying thank you. Because then I also think about how much I pray and meditate for things good to happen. So when they do happen, I guess I shouldn't be in amazement because you're asking God. Or you're not asking God, but you're vibing with God and. And so when it happens, I, I'm, I'm still in amazement. I, I think it's, I think it's like shock and awe, bro. I think it's like shock and awe. I, I think I, I just, I just sometimes I get paralyzed just because I'm going, whoa, there's really something bigger going on here. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 I truly sometimes it can slow me up for a day. Sometimes it can slow me up for a month. Uh, when I got this, we moved into this house that I'm in now. Uh, after losing uh, my my franchise, Redline Athletics here in Oregon, and losing my family home that I had been in for 
you know, 10, 10 years or so, all in the pandemic. And I remember thinking I was cursed. I remember thinking life was like, you know, I thought this was God's plan, all this kind of stuff, all this kind of stuff. And then when I got blessed with the property that we live in now, and I'm doing this podcast at right now, um, I, I think I probably pushed pause for like six months where I just was like, whoa, like, 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 you know, yeah, some bad stuff could happen to you that had no, I had no control over to lose this thing. And so the devil was working and working through people and allowed this opportunity for me to lose both of them was both shady situations. And, you know, I'm from the street. I, I would love to get revenge in some other way. But, you know, this is grown up time. I'm grown trying to get past it. So what I just did was just kept on believing that I was on the right path, that that I was going to keep the main thing, the main thing, just train, 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 um, make kids better, make people better, be a light, can, uh, uh, create uh, nonprofit organizations to help the people that I, you know, target communities and the people that I wanted to help that I think that need support. Um, that's, I just, I just stuck to that. Just, you know what? It ain't about having a fancy building. I can do it from anywhere. I'm sure, you know, I, I, I you know, I can do it from anywhere. So I just locked in for a couple of years and just got it done. I whined a little bit. I must admit, I whined a little bit about the situation. I think that happens when you come from, you know, such a great situation. You whine a little bit about what it don't, this, what this doesn't have compared to that. And being thankful. I should have been a little bit more thankful just to be in that two year lull. But sometimes you don't, you don't know what's next. You literally don't know what's next. And, and, and that's when you have to have faith and that's when you have to stay down. You got to stay 10 toes down when you don't know what's next. This is what faith is, right? Staying 10 toes down when you don't know what's next. God will provide the next set of instructions. Man, that's hard. That's hard. Take this shirt, take this sweatshirt out. Saints. My boy over in New Zealand. Isaiah Liafa gave that to me. That's a real deal. Okay, just, just want to be, just want we just gonna get on some real shit today. I just, I just hit the waves, man. I, I just went right into the game throwing, right into the flame throwing. <laughs> I just, I, I'm in amazement. I'm just in amazement because whenever I feel like whenever a good things happen. Especially when you're living through your gift, like, you know, sometimes when you have a job, right, and you're waiting on somebody to give you a raise or waiting on somebody, to, a department to open up or that type of stuff. I guess that can be one, you know, that that's one experience. My experience, because I don't have a traditional job and I've always lived through my gift. I mean, in teenage years, I had an actual job, maybe 20, 21, I had a job, maybe not. Uh, <coughs> but... um it's always been like that for me where how you know you're on the right path in my world is if God provides the next step, right? If God provides the next step. When I was when I was at my old facility, Redline Athletics, 
when that step came, I thought he had provided that step. So when I stepped that direction and the steps ran out and I fell on my face, first I got mad, mad at everybody involved. But then I remember seeing something and I remember seeing something about if God, uh, did not okay that move. If he did not finance that move, if he did not, he did not say, yeah, that's the way I want you to go. Yeah, that's what I made you for. You're going the right direction. When he's not, when, when, when God is saying that, when he's saying you're not going the right direction, I don't want you to go. The stairs run out. The path runs short. You fall on your face. You fall on your ass. A lot of people jump back up, try to get across. And maybe that's the case if you're going for something and you haven't worked hard enough. But if you worked hard enough, and but something just ain't right about that thing. The foundation of it. Maybe the people involved in it don't all have the right. It's unevenly yoked. Maybe one person, you know, has this in mind. One person has that in mind. Can't go. God's not going to allow that to be successful. Maybe you went and hired a bunch of uh, bullshit people. They got nothing good in mind that's going to do nothing but hurt people. It's going to be nothing but bad influence. It's going to be nothing to make you look bad. Instead of God dragging you through all that, He's just going take a stare away and just let you fall on your face. Let's start over. That one's dead. You know, and not only, you know, only that, I hope you learned a lot from that young man, young woman. I hope you learned a lot from that couple of years of that experience. Now take that experience and keep on. I got some more, I got some more life for you to live. That's how, that's how I think it works. We so busy thinking we can make something happen. We can change something. We can do something. You can just work your ass off. The, he's going to either provide the road or not provide the road. And if you come from a lot of resources and you can provide your own road, nice. Right? You can just decide what you want to do. But then happiness is going to come up. Do you love doing this? Are you and if you ain't happy doing it, but you still got a road and you're still making money and you still it still ain't right. Because God is love. So if you don't really love it, you just doing it to get money. That caused you more angst than anything. How can I how can I be rich and not be happy? How can you find yourself fucking fighting with somebody that got a lot less than you that's trying to figure out the money problem because they got they love together. Because they because they love their life, they love theirs, they live it and they shit, they 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 own it. You ain't do nothing but take care of that dough, and you ain't figure out nothing else. That's a whole different deal. I'm just I'm just blessed, man. I'm just very very blessed. I like to make it because because I think I think that God don't bless the ones who who. When he bless you, you don't give him no credit. 
soon as he bless you, you just, man, I'm the man. No, because I work so hard. No, bro, I grind. I'm the, you know, all that ego shit. You got ego shit. I think God drop you right on your ass. You know what I'm saying? That vain ego shit. So I am always trying to be humble about my blessings. Like, it ain't me. I don't know how this happened. I I don't know what's going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm always in shock. Like, oh, my God, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't believe you did that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm truly blown away. So anyway, we'll get to some of that stuff. And I'm going to go through the blessings that I, that's recently been kind of going through. Uh, in Testimony Tuesday, Testimony Tuesday, which is coming up, baby, right away, right after we talk about our sponsors. So anyway, I hope you had a fantastic Monday. I hope you're off to a great Tuesday. It's cold here in Portland, Oregon, uh, Happy Valley, Oregon, where I am. I am about to get the fire going. Yeah, I hope you got a fireplace where you're at if it's cold. I'm all about fireplace, all about firewood, all about, you know, getting that nature, smelling that wood. And, and, and heating the crib like that. You know what I mean? Like this, you know. I just, you know, another thing I've been thinking about, Real Talk Tuesday, just talking about some real stuff. I was looking at something also that was really talking about, let's just start thinking about, you know, I was thinking, you know, this is all about, I, I'm a big, you know, I love fruit. I love veg. I love that stuff. And the, the, the show was talking about how much, how it is unnatural that we go buy our food from the grocery store. How many people truly grow all of their own vegetables, all, you know, their fruit, they got their pigs and they, they, you know, the meat at the house and that really it's, it's us who depend on the grocery store and make these dudes rich, these people rich. Where you can grow your own tomatoes at home. You can grow, you can harvest shit in the wintertime. I remember my grandmother used to do all that stuff, you know, preserve fruit and do all that kind of stuff. I feel like, fool, I had apples falling off the tree and pears falling off the tree and plums falling off the tree. And we didn't really do that. We should have did fruit leather and applesauce and all that kind of shit. Like, you got to actually learn how to be sustainable without having to spend all your damn money. Everybody talking about inflation and how much food's going on because we are so dependent on this food for these grocery stores. And, you know, I, I guess that's something if, even if you live in an apartment, I was about to say, if you live in an apartment, you probably don't, don't have a garden. But I see people who own their decks, bro. They growing shit. You know what I mean? I got, I know people that grow it at your parents' house. You know, maybe you live in an apartment, grow that shit and go over to your parents' house and work that motherfucking garden or whatever you got to do and resurrect all that shit, you know what I'm saying, and, and start eating natural out of there so we can stop paying so much because I felt like a fool listening to that. They were like, nah, it's just, you know, Americans are just so lazy. they just so lazy. We over here making onion powder, onion powder out of the husk of the onion. Then they said, What? Wait, I ain't never heard of that. Like, I, I love the onion powder. It's my favorite, you know, my favorite spice. And the fact that somebody is just making it out of the party and I just throw in the trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, why did, how did nobody tell me that shit? You know what I'm saying? Just real talk. That there's, there's a, I think we got to do some some getting back to nature shit. That, that's the last thing they want because they want you to depend on them them bailing you out of, you know, getting you money for food and inflation, all that kind of shit. Bro, you start getting your stuff right out the... I was thinking about that. We got, we got grapevine and raspberries and blueberries and apples and pears and grape... I mean, uh, uh, plums and cherries. And I think we should... I should have ate a lot more of that shit. I wish I would have just ate it every day. 
ate it every single day. I buy fruit all the time. Why would I buy fruit? Half the year, that should be it. Then I should have all the remnant, you know, the fruit leather and the apple sauces and the apple butters and the pear butters and the, you know what I mean? Uh, the grape, whatever. We should be making grape juice, uh, fresh uh, cold press. And bro, next year, I'm getting to it. Our nonprofit, we're going to have kids over here. We're going to have them volunteer to pick fruit. Then I'm going to teach them how to go and sell it and they're going to make money on it. Hey, it's Hustle. That's my other nonprofit I don't talk about enough that I'm just getting going. Our Hayes Hustle nonprofit, which is today one of today's big sponsors. Hayes Hustle nonprofit is dedicated, okay, to helping at-risk youth establish success through entrepreneurship development. It's all about teaching these kids how to save themselves, how to use what they have around them, how to use their experiences, how to use their pain to get a gain. Teaching them how to go get it so they don't have to feel sorry for themselves, so they don't have to feel like somebody needs to save them, so they don't have to have their hands out. The Hayes Hustle nonprofit organization is is dear to me. Teaching kids how to, I got a podcast studio. I'm gonna teach kids how to how to how to run a podcast, how to start a podcast, how to how to find their own niche, how to talk what they need to talk about. I got a I got a you know a little production studio downstairs. Well, uh, um, to make merch and all that type of stuff downstairs in my basement. Oh, in the, in the downstairs, it's just a basement, but in downstairs. In our studio, we got the, all the heat presses and all that kind of mess down in the mix. So we want to teach them how to make their own merch. Own merch line. Why not? Internet's on. They can do all that stuff. It's all kind of stores they can put, you know, let's go. I got me a gym on the property. I want to teach kids how to train, how to be trainers. Hayes Hustle is all about helping at-risk youth establish success. One kid at a time. We're not a big nonprofit, but we're gonna take kids on a on a on a kid to kid basis. And I can't help everybody, but I can do my part. And hopefully it grows. I would love some hay, you know, some 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 Hayes Hustle Academy, some Hope Academies. That's what I would like. Some Hope Academy, some that 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 people can come to. And get the love and the support they need, the resources they need. Hey, Sussel. It's coming. It's coming. I'm starting to wave. I'm starting to wave, man. This ain't this this is this ain't no drip. This is a wave. I'm coming. I'm coming. You're gonna be the surf on it, man. Remember I said that. You be the surf on this. This ain't no joke. Also brought to you by Temptation Freshies, another sponsor of the day. Temptation Freshies. Personalizing your riding experience. Check out my man Justin over at Temptation Freshies. Do all type of stuff. Anything you want. It's kind of surprised me that the people that, that, you know, what they get done. I, I figure there's a lot. There's just so much potential for that. And I just think it's being so underused. I think I, I, I think there's a big, big market. Even though I've been seeing some around too. 
But personalized air fresheners, personalized T-shirts, holler at them. Holler at Justin over at Temptation Freshies. Check them out on Instagram at Temptation Freshies. At Temptation Freshies. Yes, yes, yes. And last but not least, today's episode is brought to you by Hey Sports Performance. My personal training business dedicated to turning potential into performance. Turning potential into performance. That means if you think your kid is talented, a lot of talented kids, a lot of naturally talented kids, that's the foundation. That's the foundation. That's only the foundation. You ain't really built shit. You ain't you haven't did anything because that's natural. It's natural. Naturally quick, naturally fast. Well, somebody who was naturally fast and went and worked on some speed will kick your kid's ass. Real talk. Real talk. There's levels to this shit, bro. Right? So talent is only the foundation. That's the floor. Right? How you get to the ceiling? That's the floor. How you get to the ceiling? We trying to get to the ceiling. Talent is where you come in at talent. This is where the least you are. Talent. How do you get to the ceiling? Hard work. Dedication. Training. Sweating. Crying. (laughs) That's real talk. Real talk because that's how you get there. That's how you get there. Let's talk about it. That's how you get there, bro. Okay? Hey, sports performers, man. That's what I do. I take you to the ceiling. No matter where you come in at, maybe you come in, you halfway there. That ain't the ceiling, though. You got to max out. You got to get there. How do you get there? It ain't all physical. It's mental. A lot of it's, most of it's mental. Physical? You can look at YouTube and do that. What the hell are you coming to me for? No, 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 no. We need a guy to get there. Why did Floyd Mayweather, somebody was training him all the way to get there. Floyd Mayweather was naturally pretty good. I'm sure uh, boxing's in his blood. But that motherfucker had a trainer every day. Every day he was working, every day he had a trainer. Why do you think that is? Somebody got to know the way, man. Somebody's the guide. Somebody's making sure it happens. Somebody's making sure you follow through on that last rep. Somebody's making sure you don't short yourself. If it comes up to you, giving to you, you will short yourself because you get tired. You get mad. You get frustrated. You got stuff to do. But if somebody going to hold your feet to the fire, like, hey, man, come on, man. I got 10 more minutes. You got, come on, man, finish that shit. That, that's, that's how you get buttoned up. That's how you, that's how you get buttoned up. And that's so, that's what I'm all about. Is being that part. There's two parts to a knife. Your family is like a is like the the part of the handle of a knife. You remember a knife, and the knife got the handle that you to grab on. <clears throat> then it got that sharp part in front. And on the back of it, you got that big old backbone of the knife. That's your family. That's your church. That's your grandparents. All them people. Your friends. That you depend on. That's the base of the knife. And then you got this blade that come out here this way. Like a butcher knife. Blade drops down. The blade is me. 
I teach you how to cut. I teach you how to eat. I teach you how to use this thing that your family built you. They, they built you with all these great resources. They gave you the the, the biological, right? Like you, you're naturally like this because your parents' genetics and makeup. So now we got to turn that 15 cent into a dollar. Now we got to build that from the floor to the ceiling. That's what we do at OTA. We take kids from the floor to the ceiling. I maximize your ability by turning your potential into performance. If you need my help, reach out. 971-400-8351. You can email me at coachwillhayes at gmail.com. Or, or, last but not least, you can also DM me either on our Hayes Hustle podcast uh, Instagram account. Or you can DM me uh, on my training account. OTA underscore Team Hayes. Check it out. Check it out. All right, we back to work, man. We back to work. This is a the serious, serious Tuesday. Serious Tuesday. I'm representing the Saints today. Representing the Saints and my sonny boy Isaiah Liafa. Big shout out. Big shout out to all of our listeners, man. All of our people. I, I've been I've been lacking on that. Been lacking on that. We got, we got people worldwide listening to the Hustle Podcast, man. I want to give you a shout out. Thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for listening to me. It's, it's amazing to have uh, you to talk to. It's amazing to be able to have this conversation with you on a daily basis. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Um, I, I hear we got people uh, in France. That's what my my metrics show me. We got people in France and my boy, my boy Matt over there representing. <laughs> Please, Matt, keep spreading the word. That's my guy over there. That's my guy. Um, yeah, we got a hey, New Zealand where my man Liafa is from. So I'm sure some of his family they know I'm over here rocking. Big shout out to them. Big shout out to Liafa. If you see on our Instagram page, I posted uh, about six to eight packs of Tim Tams. At the at the podcast desk, because he he came over here recently to come play the Trailblazers, uh, the, the 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 New Zealand Breakers. They came over here to play the Trailblazers and the Utah Jazz, and he brought me a bag full of Tim Tams. Oh, thank you, Sunny Boy. Thank you. And I just ran through them jokers. There's only nine in the pack, so I, I think he brought about six, seven packs. Man, I was going through a pack every day. <laughs> There's only nine in a pack. It don't take me very long to knock down nine cookies, man. I eat pretty healthy, too. But when somebody come over with, with six, seven packs of cookies, and they only the person in the house that likes them is me, not only do I like them, I love them, they going down, fam. They going down. They are the uh, they are the unofficial sponsor of the Hayes Hustle podcast, Tim Tams. I love you, Tim Tams, especially the white chocolate ones. Oh, my God, them jokers are the real deal. But the milk chocolate ones are bomb, too. Don't even get it twisted. Don't even get it twisted. So, yeah. So, anyway, back to business. Uh, so, recently, let's get into Testimony Tuesday. Testimony Tuesday. Testimony Tuesday brought to you by um, Bridge City Fathers and Mentors Program. Um, fathers and men- our our Bridge City Fathers and Mentors program is dedicated to bridging the gap uh, between recruiting and kids. You know, kids working their butt off and talented kids who 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 you know 
who would not have the spotlight on them. Usually we're giving them the spotlight. We're giving them the training. We're giving them the guidance. Um, we're, we're doing everything so we can help uh, get more kids, uh, impact more kids, get them to college, get them to be uh, successful fathers. We want to create, help create successful fathers. And that comes from uh, starting with a great foundation. Uh, and so that's what we do. Uh, we create uh, year-round programs and uh, year-round programming and teams and outreach services for at-risk youth, for uh, for the general population, for everybody, right? But we, we want to be inclusive to people who need a family to be a part of. That's what teams are all about. That's what gangs are all about. That's what church is all about. That's what school is all about. Being like-minded in the same spot. Okay, so um, that's what we do. Check us out on www.bridgecityfam, as in family, bridgecityfam.com. Check us out. Check our mission out. So, yes, um, it's so it's, it's Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Real Talk Tuesday. We are, we are in testimony service. If you don't know what testimony service is, testimony service, if you've ever been to a black church, I don't think they have a testimony service at white church. I could be wrong. They do do a lot of shit that we do. You know what I'm saying? They might have a, they might have a, they might have a white testimony service. I don't know. Black churches have a testimony service. After you go to Sunday school, Sunday school is usually 9 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning. You go for a couple hours. About noon, noon, 12.30, after a little interlude, some Sunday school people leaving, cats going to see the game, then the real preachers and everybody's coming. About 12, 12.30, testimony service starts. Start seeing people stand up in the front of the church, fanning, all that kind of stuff, getting up and talking about Trials and tribulations the Lord has brought them through, helped them through, that they're, that they're currently working through. In the, in the past week, they're talking about those and how miracles that God has, has worked out in their lives. How they needed $1,200 exactly and they had $12 and the next day they woke up, they had $1,200. I mean, you know, serious shit like that. Like things were, it was literally just miracle things happening. Whether they was real stories or not, I don't know, but they was always leaving me like, holy cow, God must be, if he's doing all this stuff, this is insane. This is insane. You know what I'm saying? Then I read the Bible. I started reading the Bible and then you start looking at all the miracles he does, and you go, oh, well, those little miracles that was happening, maybe he could do those in his sleep, but that ain't nothing. So talking about just my latest blessing, my latest miracle. And I just, what I, I say this stuff because I want you to know that it ain't me, you know, I just say something, make moves. You got to, you got to work. You got to hone your skill. You got to max yourself out. But I truly believe is God is the one who is making everything happen. He's the one who's, who's pulling all these levers. Okay. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back a couple of years ago. Okay. A couple of years ago, I lost my gym. Uh, it was about three years ago. It had to be three years ago. Okay, about three years ago, two and a half years, about two and a half years, three years ago, lost my gym. Had to revert to training in uh, a high school. Um, had to revert to training at my house. 
No problem. Kept it going. Lost a lot of clients because what you can't do group training. You can't do, you know, there's a lot of people that want to be in a facility. They don't want to be at your house. They don't want to be at the high school. Lost a lot of business. Lost a lot of, I kept it moving, right? If, if you moved on, I see you, right? Got it. Uh, the people that stayed down, I, you, you with me for the rest of my life. I got you, okay? There's people that could have helped. That didn't help. There was people that, that honestly, I felt the energy that they was happy that that I had fell on my face, that that this that this was that I was going through this stage and I wasn't winning. I was taking the L, and I felt like there was people actually celebrating, celebrating, not knowing, not knowing that nothing could ever stop me, that I would be coming, 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 no matter what. So, but I never wanted people to think it was me, that it's all God. I, I always wanted people to know that and, and, and because I remember those days in testimony service where the, the person blatantly was saying, it's not me made this happen. God made this happen. And I remember back then never having a situation where I could lean on that was something like that. And, and you know, since I've been an adult, I've had many of those situations. I've also had many situations where it was devastating and uh, maybe God allowed that to happen too. Like people dying in your life, people getting sick. And, and, and I, and I was broken and mad at God. Like, you know, I'm just, you know, just, 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 just life is funny. You know, life, life is funny. Um, But three years ago, lost my business. Train in the school, train at the house. My son starts school at Central Catholic High School here in Portland. Um, you know, the great thing about, I ain't gonna say the great thing. I, I you know, well, <laughs> thing about Central Catholic, everybody's parents is somebody. Everybody parents is somebody. Everybody parents own something. Everybody parents is big at some corporation. President over here, they they got left this or they the something. They everybody somebody. I didn't really think about it like this ever. I just wanted my kid to have the best education and play for a team um, that his talents will get rewarded with athletic scholarship if that's what he wanted. You know what I mean? And you got to Central Catholic. The scouts just walk up and down the hallway. You know, if you're talented and you win a state championship, get ready to, you know, want you to get ready to call a shot over there. So, anyway, that's what that's what I want. I used to coach there too, so I have a, I have a dog in the fight. I used to coach at Central Catholic, so I wanted I wanted my son to go there. My son wanted to go there. He didn't want to tell me he wanted to go there. Lots of black kids there. High schools in Oregon don't really have no black kids, so Central Catholic got a lot of black kids and a lot of kids, black kids with like not just any, you know, like like the best of the best. The best of the best kids, you know, like parents is on their ass and they are great sports wise and are gentlemen. Like, so anyway, my son starts over at Central. My wife is working a football camp. She just happened to be there with a, another woman, another mom. Right. The moms are working the football camp, like cooking for all the kids. We, we got like a week long football camps. The moms are up there. I didn't, I'm not up there. I'm here working, hustling. And my wife calls me and says, this lady that owns another gym in the area. 
um, we kind of we made friends, and this is kind of crazy. And she asked about Redline, and she knows she knows Redline, and she didn't know that I was one of you know that we were the owners. And so they chopped it up and talked. And long story short, our families have become friends. Really, my wife and her very very good friends. Very 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 good friends. So she has a beautiful beautiful gym. Okay. <laughs> Uh, she opened it up in the pandemic when everything was shutting down. She got three kids. She wanted to have a spot for her kids to go and, you know, still play sports um, uh, and, and, and create a little something for the community. Right. They put it in, not put it in the best part of town, put it in a part of town that need like support and, and programs. <clears throat> so that's what she did. Never really, never really like ran a full time gym, never did anything like that. Just like, you know, kids played in the gym, but the gym is decked out brand new, brand new, top to bottom, everything, bathrooms, everything is first class, everything is nice, parking lot's big, ready, set up for a whole business, right? But it never is a business. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine this? So, so I meet, I meet this lady, I lost my gym, she has a gym, so I'm like, I would love to buy a gym. Like you don't you don't really use it? She's like, uh oh, no, nah, I don't really use it. <laughs> Can you imagine this? Like I'm like, no, like you actually own a gym. That sounds crazy. Like and it and it looks brand new. Like what's going on? She takes me over there, I'm looking at the gym. I just cannot believe this lady has a gym. Like a real, you know, four hoops, uh, floor, everything is there. Now I used to have a weight room and turf and all that stuff, but I could care less. I was just kinda like, Wow, this is insane. This is this so I'm trying to I'm trying to land softly basically. So I'm trying to go from red line and not trying to really feel any bumps. So I just want to go right until having me something. And so I seen that and I thought this is, has to be the perfect opportunity. This is it. This is it. Well, her and her husband was not with it. Nope. No 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 nope. Don't want to do it. 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 Couple years in a row, I ask. Couple years in a row, I I got to the point where I got jaded. I I wouldn't even ask no more. Like I'm good, I'm good, right? So I mentioned I've been working through a high school, been working through my house. At the high school, some static happened at the high school. Can't continue training the high school. Got a new AD. He don't want nobody training the high school no more. I'm up here at the high school. Okay. I go in, I go in to talk to my girl about her gym. Her name is Anna. Miss Anna, she is the real deal. I must admit, she is she is one of the top five some <laughs> people I know. She ain't no joke. Energy off the chart, positive energy off the chart. Just 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 she just crazy. She's crazy energy, crazy positive, crazy confident. Just kind of person you can you can really you you know you like whoa this this person gets shit done. Um. Anyway. I go to her and I go, okay, listen, this gym situation, I, I need to, I need to rent some time, maybe rent some time for you, from you. I know you're not interested in selling this shit like that. I just need some, rent some time because I just got through losing my gyms over here for the, for my court training, all the different volleyball training, basketball training, all that shit that we do. So I said, well, we, you know, I just kind of want to just work on something like that. Now this is two years of me have sitting down talking to her. I don't even want to talk about it no more. We, we go out to dinner. I won't even talk about it. I'm just like, yeah, let's just give me the food. I won't even want to talk about gyms. I won't talk about none of that stuff no more. So I don't ask nothing about it. 
at some point, she said some stuff like, aren't you going to ask me about, you know, you know, buying the gym? And I'm like, no, I just thought we was past that. I, I figured that you didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm done even getting my heart broke asking that shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't want to say that. So I was just like, nah, I just, you know, I just left it alone. Like, you, you made it clear that, you know what I'm saying? Y'all going to hold on to it and... You know, they, they had a, a volleyball club runs out of it about four or five, about five, six months out of the year. But they just use it for practice and, you know, two, three hours a day. The rest of the day, it's, it's empty. Just insane stuff. I just, you know, me, I'm going to run a business daytime hours, nighttime hours. Like, you know, get my trainers going. Everybody's got a role. Every, somebody's closing up. Somebody's locked. It's just sitting empty. <laughs> so... So she says, "Aren't you gonna ask me?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good." Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just if you could just rent time, I'm kind of in I'm kind of in a in a pickle. So I really just want to rent something. Next thing I know, we talking about me owning the gym. She just said, "Well, you know what? All those times you came and asked was the wrong time. Now is the right time." And ain't that a bitch? Is just at the time when my situation ran out at the other gym at the school and I needed a blessing right then. I needed a door to be open right then. I was not in control of this door being open. I I tried to control this the last two years by asking her, by coming in, puppy dog eyes, well, come on, we're family friends, wouldn't it be perfect? And she was like, yeah, but that don't work for me. Tax-wise, we doing this, this, and this. And we, you know, they had their own plan. Yeah, they don't plan on involve me just because I want what she got. Don't mean she got to give it to me or or let me buy it or whatever the hell it is. See, and not only that, this girl actually has a degree in exercise science. She could literally run. She could literally run a gym all day long and make so much money if she wanted to. Instead, her kids go to high school, so she would like to go be a high school teacher just to be around them. Holy shit, that, that, this is what being free allows you to do. You don't even care about that damn gym. That was nice for my kids to play in. And, you know, but now they're spending more time in school. You know how in high school, your kids spend more time in high school than they do at home, especially if they play sports. So she said, fuck it, I'll go be at high school with them. Now, now she's the best teacher in the damn school. On top of that, she's the best. I mean, this is one of those ladies. She's the best teacher in the school. My son's favorite school. Even her own kid is, her, is the, his favorite teacher. That's, who does that? Usually, if your mama or daddy work at the school, that's not your favorite teacher. That's his favorite teacher. It's his mama. That'll let you know how good a, a teacher this lady is. <laughs> Unbelievable. But I'm just thanking God for the blessing of... I, I didn't even have my mind... You know, you always kind of think about, well, I'll get a facility one day or how I'm going to do it. And I and I always think about how I'm gonna how I'm going to make it happen. How am I going to do this? And instead of just working and believing, and when the time is right, God opened up the door and just make it happen. And that's what happened to me. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to come and testify uh, to let to let people know that's what happened. When they go, man, how did how did this happen? It wasn't me. It was God. It was God. It was time. It was God's time. It's not mine. I I was ready, and maybe He showed it to me early. Like this is something I got for you, but you gonna have to be patient. You know what I mean? And so I, I was patient. I worked. I was obedient. I just worked, 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 work, and I got frustrated. There was times I didn't have gyms. I would show up. There was tournaments going on. I would show up. There's people on the field that would show up. And you know what I mean? I had to cancel. had to reschedule. And I had to go through all that stuff just to learn some gratitude. 
So when I get it again, man, I'm just thankful. When I get it again, I don't share it with the wrong people. When I get it again, I use it for good. That's what's up. That's what's up. So that is uh, Testify Tuesday. That's what's going on. So yes, I just wanted to get that. Just wanted to get that out, man. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me through that little little testimony service. I had to get it out, man. Gotta get it out. I just, I'm just in amazement. So now we gotta, we gotta, we got a new gym. We got a new gym. We don't take over 100 percent until next spring, but um, right now we're kind of just working our way through it, starting to get our programs in, starting to get basketball training, volleyball training, speed and agility training, all the different things set up, and, and you know, so when it's ready to rock, and you know, when we're really ready to lock in and rock, we can just, we can just go. My doggies just woke up. They just got out of my bed and came in here. None of you licking around everything. Good job, babies. Yeah, so, so yes, that is that is that is my uh, my little story for today. Okay, all right. So let's get into a little bit of recruiting. I want to get into a little bit of recruiting. Um, this weekend, this last weekend was a cool weekend, one of the coolest weekends ever. I, you know, I don't talk about my Bridge City. We have a Bridge City football team, Bridge City spring football team. We have a 16U team. We have a 14U team this last year. We're hoping to add a 15U and a 12U this year. Hopefully that happens. Uh, I got my fingers crossed we get the kids this year. I, I think we're doing a good job, though, so hopefully we get those we get those teams this year. Um Crazy thing, we had this weekend, this past weekend, we had our first recruiting weekend at University of Washington with all of our top recruits up at UW. This is stuff I was talking about when when I was starting the program. Like, oh, one day we want to be taking the kids up to colleges and, and we want to, you know, get kids offers. And so now we got kids. Uh, we, want to, we want to play the top kids in the nation. Now we're playing the top teams in the nation. Some of our kids got offers. Now we're taking recruiting trips to the Power Five schools. Like everything that I said we were gonna do, we're doing. Uh, and I just and I, this ain't like got a lot to do with recruiting, recruiting, but this has to do with the fact that I wanted to set up something for uh more for Oregon kids to help with the recruiting process to shine the light on our kids. To shine the light on our kids and how hard we work, how talented we are. And sometimes we get stuck out here in little old Northwest and people forget about us. So our job, my job, is to create businesses and opportunities for kids to get that spotlight, to get that love, to get that opportunity. And so I am just just over the moon excited that we had this opportunity and it was crazy. The band, the, I've been to plenty of football games before, but I'm talking about, we was in the midst of everything. They put them in the, you know, the, 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 the big ballroom and the pool tables and the ping pong tables and the, you know, the Gatorade on tap and the, the juices on tap and the food is great. And they took them through all every inch of the building. And I mean, kids were in love, purple, purple rain playing in the fourth quarter. Like it, it was, it it was amazing. It was amazing. And my whole thing is, with a trip like this, not every kid would go play college football, especially at the University of Washington. That ain't going to happen. 
But I want to be able to dangle the cheese in front of their face so they can understand why we are doing this, why you sacrifice, why I ask you to, you know, why is it worth it? Why is it worth that you stay on track? Why is it worth that you get good grades? Why is it worth that you work out? Why is it worth that you maximize your talent so you can get a shot at living this life? This life comes with sacrifice. I don't care what sport you're in. You have to believe me. It comes with sacrifice if you want that life. You're going you're gonna to have to give it. Okay, you see people getting NIL deals. They're getting the whole team getting trucks. The whole team getting a hundred grand. Walk-ons getting a hundred grand. Like what? You you think you're gonna be able to do halfway and get that? They're not doing that. They do their homework, bro. You got to work your ass off to get that. You can do it. Pay nobody gonna give it to you. You got to go hustle and get that shit. I just I just recruiting. I, I, it ain't for the faint of heart. Some of you guys is so damn lazy. Some of you girls are so damn lazy. It don't happen. I'm going to give you an offer and then you're going to start getting dedicated. I need to see your dedication. I need to see your hard work. I need to see your ass to the stone first. Then I give that to you. Like we talked about, talent is just the foundation. I need to see you working your ass off trying to get to that ceiling. And when I see that you are fastly approaching that ceiling, that's how you get or you busting out of the ceiling. Either or, I see you fastly approaching so I know it, how you work. You're going to go right through the roof or I already see you through the roof. That's when you get a scholarship. Not Now, listen. A lot of eighth graders, a lot of freshmen, they get those love offers at, as freshman year and eighth grade off of potential. They think that you're going to be great one day. But then what happens, a lot of y'all, y'all start drinking the Kool-Aid. After, after freshman year, after eighth grade year, you stop putting in all the work. It becomes not urgent anymore. It becomes not the priority anymore. Kicking it with the boys, fucking the girls, doing whatever you got to do. That's important now. Not the dream. Not watching every Saturday. Not watching football. Not watching lacrosse. Not watching volleyball. No, 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 no. Having a fat ass. Going to go get a girl with a fat ass. Instead of being in shape, girl, rather have a fat ass and be in shape. Don't even want to be in shape because she don't lose her fat ass. This is real shit, bro. I deal with these girls. Like, no, 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 no. That's where you gain weight at. You got don't be trying to keep that. If it leaves, it leaves. If it comes, it comes. Like, but we're not trying to. You can't control that. That that's. I'm sorry. This is this we we in athlete time. You got plenty of time for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with dudes. All they do is ass, ass, ass. Nigga, work on your glutes. Stop worrying about everybody's ass and work on your glutes. <laughs> Let's get fast. That's what ass you to be worried about. Work on your glutes, partner. Let's be explosive. That's what I'm talking about. Recruiting. We talk a real talk with recruiting with Coach Hayes on Tuesday, man. Real talk about recruiting. I ain't messing around. Okay? Let's go. Let's go. Creating these opportunities is what it's all about, man. The group of kids we took down to the school would not have had that opportunity last weekend. Maybe another weekend. Maybe next year. Maybe last. I don't know. But up until now, they hadn't had the opportunity. And their minds were blown by the opportunity. By the experience. Man, that's life changing for me. That's life changing for me. I'm going to be honest with you. That's life changing for me. There's something I sought out to do. I did it. 
Just once. This is our first one. I got another one set up in the spring in Texas. Like we coming. But I'm excited that that's happened. Now, I'm just excited to be a part of the solution. I'm a part. I, I am a part of the solution. No talking about it. Be about it. If you're a kid, recruiting don't stop year-round. It don't stop year-round. You need to be in love with this thing. And if you're not, don't blame yourself. But you might want to find something you love. Don't go chase this thing if you don't love it. If you just like getting likes because you posting you in a t-shirt or a sweatshirt because you committed, that ain't going to be enough for your ass to play. Because you're going to come there with talent only, not been, not having worked on the strength training that it takes, not working on the endurance that it takes, not working on the footwork that it takes, and then you're going to run into somebody that's talented and have did all that fucking hard work and they're going to blow you out the water. And you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like you don't stack up because you don't stack up. The feeling is real. When you don't stack up, nigga, you don't stack up. There ain't no way to stack up now. You got to stack up now. You got you to be stacking up right now. Not then. Not when you're at the finish line. Then you find out, oh, you've been lifting four days a week? Oh, you was running three days a week? No, I just got the scholarship. I've been on, I've been on tour. I've been telling everybody I got a scholarship. I've been wearing the sweatshirts every day. I've been posting on Instagram every day. That is, that's the poison. Once you get that shit, you got to spend time posting, I'm at the gym. You should be posting, I'm in the classroom. Just got straight A's. Can't wait to be on campus next year. Woo woo. You know what I'm saying? This is not the time to be posting, I'm out kicking it and, and look at me in these 20 different outfits and all this kind of shit. When you commit, you are on the fucking clock. Will you ever play? Will you get, do you know, when you get some playing time? Look at my, you see my doggy in the picture. Look at my baby. One of them here. That, that, is, that is the key. That is the key. Like you're working on that shit. Or, or, or are you dissatisfied because, hey, you got your moment in the sun. You're going to be in a team picture. You got your Instagram post off. Nigga, you, got, you, you shot your luck. Boom. You got it off. You got, you got your luck. You got your shot off. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that can be it, too. What's your motivation? What's your motivation? I got these dang dogs trying to get all this love. You got to love dogs, man. I love my dogs. They are my companions. <laughs> when you got two dogs, let's see if we can get them both in the picture. Come here. Let's see if we can get them both over here. See if y'all can see these babies. Just see these big old heads. Two big heads. Anyway, all right. You wanna say hi? You guys gonna say hi? All right, get out of here. I give a lot of I give a lot of dog kisses. Get out of here. That's. They're like daughters to me, so ain't nothing I can really do. My daughters got me on lock. That is the truth. 
Ouch. This is these. They used to be babies. Their head didn't come over the desk. Put your paws down. They never came over the desk, but now they do. Recruiting, man. Recruiting. Remember this about recruiting. Okay? Do what you got to do so one day you can do what you want to do. Make sure this is for you, though. Make sure this life is for you. This life is that this this recruiting life is not for everybody. It's mentally taxing. It's physically taxing. It's socially taxing. Okay, like it, it's really tough. And and only love can get you through the ride. Only love can get you through the four to five years that's gonna take out of your life, but actually help build you, actually help position you for the future and for success. But it's going to take a lot out of you. It's going to build you. It's going to make you uncomfortable. Do you know how I feel to be nailed in? How I feel to be added on? How I feel to be put a weight on your back? That's what it feel like to be built. To pour another layer of concrete on you. That that that's what it that's what it's going to be. So you got to make sure you're ready for this life before you before you really jump into it. There's so it looks so sexy and so everything else, but weight room every day, uh, you know, t massages and this and not having time to do the stuff that you want to do, right? I mean, you know, because you're, you're supposedly doing what you want to do. This is supposed to be the thing you want to do. The most, you know, for the most part, you love doing this more than anything else. They're not looking for balance. They're looking for somebody that want to do that sport more than anything else and want to do anything to prepare to be the best in that sport more than anybody else. That's a diff that's a different kind of that's a different kind of love. Checking on these dogs. That's a different kind of love. Take it from me. If that's not how you feel, spend some time finding something that you feel like that about. And chase it, chase it, chase it. And watch how successful you be. Just real talk from the big OG in recruiting. The first thing is love. If you don't love it enough to go through the trials and tribulations and the failures and the L's and all that kind of stuff, you'll find yourself discouraged and depressed. And that's not what we want to be. Okay? Just not what we want to be. You want to do what you want to do. You wanna you, you wanna do what you wanna do one day, you won't have to sacrifice. That's just what it takes. It takes me some sacrifice to get to this moment that I am right now. I had to go through trials and tribulations to get to this moment right now. I had to lose my other dog to get these two babies that I love right here. I lost my other baby that I love so much. But without without her being gone, it wouldn't have brought these two. So Get out the way, sucker. So with every, you know, with every negative, man, comes a rainbow. With every negative comes a rainbow. Make sure this is the life that you want to live, okay? This is not a game. This is not a joke. Make sure this is the life that you want to live. And then subscribe to it. Do everything you can to capture it. Go after it. And recruiting, you know, we got we got a lot of people talk that talk, like I said, but then when it comes down to it, what it really takes is just, oh, it's a full-time job and you know, I I changed my mind and you gotta get you gotta get acclimated to the work and what it takes to get there. You gotta do it. You gotta be you gotta be used to what it takes to get there and not feel like that, you know, it's out it's out of your, your realm.
Get used to working. Learn to earn. Recruiting. Remember, recruiting, let's go. The number one thing, love it first. Love it first. The biggest thing I want to talk about recruiting is just, it just felt fantastic to see my kids, the kids that have put in some work for me the last couple of years, now at the level where they can be in that situation and be recruited, and we're helping them, and it's real, and I am who I say I am. We're doing what we said we were going to do, and we're going to do a lot more of it. And I'm just excited, just so excited. Um... I'm so excited to 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 just live, man, to just live this life and just keep on going. So um, look out for some of the pictures. I'm going to post some of the pictures of us at University of Washington. Um, not a big spat about recruiting today, but the biggest part I want to talk about us, you know, and, and if you got somebody that you know locally or even, um, you know, nationally, they want to be a part of an organization that's building kids, uh, national national platform program, that plays football, that prepares them for college, that's seeing kids to college. We're building something special over here. We're building something special over here. So, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, if you got, if you real, real, contact me. I'm the one. To, I'm the one to get a hold of. I'll make sure, you know, get a hold of us on our website www.bridgecityfootball.com. Uh, Bridge City Fam, sorry, Bridge City Fam. www.bridgecityfam.com. And send them to me. We're gonna be starting other programs, programs for girls, uh, program, you know, basketball, uh, volleyball. We want to do all type of development for kids just to help them get to the bag, help them get to their best selves. That's what's really all about. So, anyway, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining me today. Please, please um, uh, share, like, comment. Most of all. Please subscribe. Please subscribe and tell anybody you can that the the Hayes Hustle podcast is alive. You know what's up. It's me, your boy, Frosty Freeze, a.k.a. the Trap Trainer, a.k.a. Coach Hayes. I'm signing out on Tuesday. Have a fantastic day. I hope to see you on Wednesday, Wellness Wednesday. You come with your Coach Will and get better. I love you. Have a fantastic day. Peace.